Welcome to our latest episode of the Heidelberg News Podcast. My name is Paul Thompson and today's podcast is a subject close to my own heart as we will be talking about the packaging market and Heidelberg's packaging solutions. I'm glad to welcome our Heidelberg packaging experts, Kirsten Haser and Jörg Dainhart. Now, I have had the pleasure to work with these two guys for many years, but it would be great if you could both introduce yourselves to our listeners. Kirsten, perhaps you first. Thank you, Paul. Hi, I'm Kerstin Hase, one of the packaging experts at Heidelberg. Currently, I'm responsible for business development of the packaging segment. I have almost 25 years professional experience in the folding carton industry and worked in several positions at folding carton suppliers, from operational jobs to sales-orientated jobs, in family-owned companies as well as for international groups. During this time, I got a deep understanding of the drivers of the industry and the processes along the packaging value chain. I love this challenging industry and the great opportunity it offers. Already during my diploma studies as mechanical engineer, I got caught by packaging printing. Thank you for the occasion to talk about packaging, specifically Falling Carton and Heidelberg in this podcast. Thank you, Kirsten and Jörg. Also from my side, a heartfelt welcome. It's great to be with you. Uh, my name is Jörg Dehnhardt, and I'm responsible for our post-press business here at Heidelberg, both commercial and folding carton. Most of the last 20 years, I lived and worked for Heidelberg in North America, first as part of our sheet-fed team, including and up to the very large format presses, later as a business driver for post-press packaging and commercial packaging. I had a chance to visit customers all across America and uh, had a chance to see uh, people do uh, folding cotton converting in many different ways and look forward to share some of that with you here. So I think you'll agree with me that we have two um, very experienced uh, people in the packaging industry. So hopefully we get a lot of information out of the pair of you today. So something uh, for our customers to enjoy. Jörg, if I can start with you, uh, we are obviously in the middle of an unprecedented situation with COVID-19. Now, how do you see this affecting the packaging market going forward? Well, those are actually two good questions in one. Uh, obviously, we have an immediate impact that we currently see, and that immediate impact is that packaging printers and converters fared much better than commercial printers. Um, we see that actually in machine data that we pull from a large number of installed sheet-fed presses. Packaging is seen as a system-relevant segment, and today, typically, packaging printers and converters are at 95 to 120% of the capacity compared to the same time a year ago. Heidelberg is actually publishing a report about the status of the industry and also the breakdown of worldwide packaging and commercial print on our website. We call it the PMI report. And next to this podcast, you'll find a link where you can download that information. It is updated on a weekly basis to provide some information on how the printing market worldwide and then commercial and packaging in particular are performing. In addition to the PMI report, I'd like to continue here and uh, uh, explain that we'll see, even within packaging, some areas that are very busy, in particular food business and uh, pharma packaging, but uh, other areas that are 
okay busy, but not necessarily at a 100% level like luxury packaging, where uh, the trends have been just a little bit different and more dire as people um, are looking not necessarily for the most luxurious packaging right now, but are, are trying and sometimes struggling to survive. So depending on the segment that you're serving, we've seen or we are seeing um, quite a different response. But overall, and that as a summary, packaging and folding cart in particular is fair much, much better at a much more constant uh, utilization than uh, the commercial counterparts. And moving forward, Jörg, what strategies do you think that customers will now employ to deal with the new reality after Corona? Well, we believe that some of the mega trends that we had before Corona will continue and will probably get a boost out of that. Some of those include uh, automation and digitization, uh, the use of big data. Uh, beyond, beyond that, we still see that our customers are following three main business opportunities um, in differentiation, cost leadership, and are optimizing the supply chain. And when you really think about the supply chain, about Corona times, that can actually have an extremely significant impact because we are almost experiencing what you could uh, name a deglobalization effect, where we are clearly looking at uh, closed borders or major delays. So when you have just-in-time inventories uh, planned and scheduled, that all of a sudden becomes a real challenge to manage. So uh, regionalization might be the case. Another question is how internet business in general is faring and how much of attractive packaging is being needed and how the overall purchasing um, habits will change as people got used to get maybe even daily uh, uh, deliveries from from groceries and uh, food rather than going to the market and exposing themselves to a threat level that might not be acceptable. Just think of all the elderly people that we have um, that are in the high-risk group. Yeah, I certainly... um presented its, its different challenges to the different market segments. And I think uh, when we look what uh, Heidelberg have to offer and the solution provider that Heidelberg have become, um, packaging has really become a very vitally important part of our business. And uh, going forward, we see that um, these priorities, it's not just about uh, post-press, it's also about uh, print. Um, and obviously the various solutions that we have for the print shop, which I think uh, Kirsten can tell us a little bit more about. Yes, um, if we look at, at packaging print, um, we, we start or we Heidelberg can start with the Speedmaster C102, a, a highly flexible printing machine um, with an attractive price performance ratio of which we have sold more than 110,000 units. Um, and this model was followed by the Speedmaster XL105 and then the XL106. And Heidelberg has lifted falling carton print on a new level in terms of performance and automation which improved competitiveness and profitability of the Heidelberg customers. For example, we have reduced the required magri from a purely technical point by up to 90% in the last 15 years. And many of the latest 2020 innovations in sheet fat offset continue this path and are targeting our packaging customers, like the intelligent assistance and the new Heidelberg operating system. We use artificial intelligence during production all settings and quality measurements are first collected and then automatically evaluated. Regular data patterns are identified and how they affect the production. And these results are taken as input 
for self-improving algorithms. And Heidelberg have developed uh, systems for analyzing a machine's performance, but what do these systems really give us? Well, we see that packaging printers can get more out of their presses and increase productivity and profitability. Uh, a data-based analysis by Heidelberg shows that the average OEE of current presses have up to 73% productivity waiting to be unlocked. Around half of this potential is down to mechanical and technical aspects, and the other half operator-related and process-related. And that is what we call the yellow bar. With the new Heidelberg user experience and more intelligent digital assistance, the new Speedmaster 2020 generation supports the operator and control processes autonomously. And this, of course, reduces time losses due to operator-related and process-related causes. The OEA is made of the factors of availability, performance, and quality. What can we do to ensure maximum machine availability in the 24-7 operations? The machines have around 3,000 sensors and are constantly monitor the printing press. The data is locked in the Heidelberg cloud. This ongoing data analysis identifies anomalies that could indicate possible future faults before they have a chance to restrict the production. This goes along with preventing unplanned single-service interventions. Instead, we can plan the measures and the time. The predictive maintenance is only one tool to keep maximum availability of the printing presses. But I guess this is a benefit to both uh, customers or clients and also Heidelberg. So we really can uh, dictate and when and exactly plan how we maintain these machines. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But what are the other functions to increase the performance? You mentioned performance, so and that's obviously a key business driver. Yes, sure. Packaging printing has complex make-ready processes and many special colors and coding changes. Um, let us have a look at navigated printing to increase the OEE. Here we have IntelliStart 3 and its assistance systems. IntelliStart 3 is patented. It calculates the shortest sequence of make-ready processes and the timeline on the operator display indicates make ready process in real time. As the process is finished, um, a green line uh, on the screen moves on. This provides the operator with complete transparency over which automated processes are ongoing, but also what manual processes are required from him. This ensures optimum changeover from one job to the next without time losses and intensive walking up and down the press we see 70% fewer operating steps per job change. For more complex make-ready processes like in packaging print, IntelliStart offers unique support, prevents errors, and increases net productivity. So we really are reducing the touch points on the machine during the make-ready process, making it much easier for the operator and also um, internal organization. Yeah, and it saves time, a lot of time. Now, I recently read in a preview of a new function integrated into the Heidelberg operating system, IntelliRun. Can you please tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, IntelliRun is a new function integrated in the Heidelberg operating system um, during operation. Um, the um, operator gets the right information at the right time and when it is needed. No more looking for information and switching menus or displays. Let us take the fine Mac ready with Prenect in press control Heidelberg's inline color measuring system. 
The press starts printing the first sheets. The display changes automatically and provides the most required information like preview image with ink zone profiles, machine settings and impression control and register settings. After the first color measurement with impress control, the display changes automatically from the ink zone display to the measurement display. The first measurement results are displayed. The ink zone display is replaced. And the next step, as soon as a good sheet production is pressed, the view switches to production mode. So the operator gets automatically the right view at the right time. All this frees him from routine tasks. Instead of having to take care of the individual make-ready operations, he can already prepare the next job. This operating philosophy can significantly increase OEE for the packaging printers. So this, this would fit perfectly to the navigated printing uh, solution. So how, how do Heidelberg address special applications then for more complex machines producing uh, value-added packaging? In the last years, we have seen more demand for customized uh, and complex printing machines that enable economic one-pass productivity. At the moment, around 40 to 45% of the Heidelberg offset presses are customized and are made fit for purpose to the requirements of the folding carton producers. We have delivered machines with 18 units or three coding units. Some of the machines, especially for the luxury packaging, also include inline inspection. Um, with the broad and experienced engineering know-how, Heidelberg can deliver extremely fast and reliable solutions. But we also offer application support and testing in our packaging print media center. This gives investment security for our clients, especially for these customized and specially configured machines. Yeah, we're sitting here in that uh, print media center, and it really is a fantastic sight to see a range of printing presses, die covers and folder gluers all out there, all ready to be tested and to be put through the paces by the various customers. Before I turn to uh, PostPress, I really should ask you about the announcement to stop producing the Prime Fire. Could you give us a little bit more of an insight? Yes, Paul. Um, a digital print is a well-established technology in the commercial and the label segment where Heidelberg has offerings like the Versa Fire or the Label Fire. While the digital printing technology has not taken off in folding carton printing as hoped and expected, um, there is still not enough viable business models. So the prime fire addressing this market was not profitable for Heidelberg. That is the reason for this decision. The short-run packaging market is already addressed with highly efficient and fast changeover offset presses in size 70 by 50 or in size 70 by 100 from Heidelberg using fast make-ready features and intelligent assistant systems. Do you have a more specific example of this, Kirsten? Yes, sure. Um, with Autoplate XL3, for example, uh, we can do a fully automatic and simultaneous plate change under one minute, independent of the number of printing units. This is possible with direct drive at the plate cylinders. In addition, the planket and impression cylinder are washed simultaneously during plate change. In packaging print, a lot of spot colors are used and consequently wash-up times are a major time factor. With high-color multi-drive, the washing of the inking unit can take place in parallel to the washing of the rubber blankets and the impression cylinders. This synchronous workflow make this particularly time-saving 
when working with several spot colors or a print varnish. For make ready on a Speedmaster XL106 six color plus coating with two ink changes and a coating plate change, the make ready is approximately five minutes. All this is integrated in IntelliStart, what we discussed earlier. This ensures an uninterrupted automatic process change when changing the job. And uh, on top, for faster ink wash, we have now a new intelligent assistant, the wash assistant. Our data analysis showed that in approximately 50% of the cases, a shorter washer program can be used. The wash assistant software provides intelligent optimizing of washer programs for blanket, impression cylinder and rollers. Based on, for example, ink coverage, substrate characteristics or number of printed sheets, the software determines the degree of soiling and pre-selects the optimum washer program. And this significantly saves washing time and reduces the use of washing fluid, which saves money and resources and in fact is more sustainable. Wash Assistant is just one example of many more intelligent features using artificial intelligence. All these functions and others reduce the make-ready to a minimum and are supporting economic short-run packaging with offset technology. So really the market has driven it itself, hasn't it, by um, the facilities that Heidelberg are offering in the, in the conventional litho presses that we can accommodate the short-run packaging in a conventional way, so to speak. Thank you. I think it's now time to focus a little bit more on the post-press, and Heidelberg have developed its post-press packaging products in cooperation with its partner, MK. But what are the advantages of this, Jörg? Well, the advantage is that we have an access to a very large pool of very motivated uh, workers internationally, both in Europe as well as in Asia. We have with MK a company that already has a full product portfolio um, in terms of die cutters, uh, hot foil stampers, folding cotton gluers, and inspection devices. And we are step-by-step reviewing these products and see how we can improve them and bring them to market um, on a worldwide base using serial manufacturing, using innovative and unique product designs, as for instance with the Duo Press that has two platen stations, one that could be used for foil stamping and embossing, while the second one could be used for die cutting or for applying a second foil in one pass. MK is very much driven uh, to grow its overall market share on the worldwide market. And we think we are teaming up with a winning company here uh, that creates a partnership of strength. Strength on the one hand on the manufacturing side, but strength also on the other hand as we are approaching our customers in the markets um, with the various uh, facilities, Paul, that you alluded to and that provide us um, also feedback on how we can improve those and we can bring that feedback back to our partners of MK. I think it's nice also to to see that it really is now a significant part of Heidelberg's business. Yes, that is also true. It is not just an OEM relationship that we maintain with them, but um, we are also in, involved and engaged at a deeper level. On the one hand, there's the investment level side um, where MK is invested in Heidelberg. At the same time, though, we have made various announcements 
commitments, about joint ventures, about um, how we can benefit both from this, uh, both how both companies can benefit from working together and uh, creating value for our customers there. So it really should be a long-term partnership going forward, something on the lines of uh, the successful relationship with Polar in the past. Yes, that's exactly right. I think that's also one excellent example where we focused on one partner company and we've been growing and uh, working with one partner company on a long term basis. For those of you who are not familiar with Polar, they build guillotine cutters as well as high dye uh, systems for the label market. And we've been uh, the exclusive channel for Polar uh, over the last 60 plus years on a worldwide base. So the advantage we have with MK is also that we have one partner for everything that's post-press packaging. So we are not trying to develop some high-end solutions here in-house and only go for other solutions uh, outside. But uh, our goal is really to grow together with one international company uh, that allows us to have full access, first of all, to a wide product portfolio, but at the same time, through our organization, full access to the packaging printers in the markets worldwide. And I guess that continuity also helps with the uh, service and the spare parts supply. But perhaps you can tell us a little bit more about how we address those. That is exactly right. So sales and service both are exclusively handled through Heidelberg. Um, and uh, we are maintaining spare parts in our spare worldwide hubs of spare part centers, two in Asia, um, obviously the worldwide logistics center here in uh, Waldorf Wiesloch, and then last not least in the American Logistics Center. So we are treating them on that level the same way we treat Polar, the same way we treat our sheet-fed offset presses. And I feel that that is um, extremely important as we are moving forward that uh, Heidelberg and MK together have uh, really joined uh, very close uh, together, joined very closely together here and provide an offer to the market that is easy to understand, easy to follow and at the same time very price attractive. So perhaps now we can turn a little bit about uh, so perhaps now we can turn towards some of the new um, masterwork products and innovations that we can uh, look forward to. Um, obviously, this originally was a Drupa year, um, but obviously we things can't wait for Drupa to come around until next year. So I'm sure the market would like to hear a little bit more. And maybe, Jörg, we can stay with you and perhaps you can talk us through a little bit about the die cutting technology. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Yeah, we strategically um, expanded our die cutter portfolio over the last five years. Actually, when I say expanded, just to give you an understanding of the scope, we more than doubled actually the products that we have in this market. And over the last two years, we introduced uh, three new die cutters um, and we've announced a fourth one uh, just in the last three years. So that is a major um, initiative of innovations. And Drupa or no Drupa, Paul, thank you for highlighting that. We feel it is important to stick with our schedule and to move forward with the latest innovations uh, that we will actually release over summer. 
Let me take actually. Let me take one step back. Before you had asked me um, how we are doing with MK, and actually one of the features that we are bringing now to market is, I think, one that exemplifies our uh, working together with MK. Heidelberg had developed an optical registration system for their existing line of die cutters, uh, and that is now brought uh, to market under the name of MasterSet by MK. Obviously, time has gone on. We had a chance to optimize that, but we are launching now features that were formerly found only in a high-performance class die cutter, now in segments for die cutters where this technology was not um, available at the same level. And that, I think, is something uh, that just shows how nice we can work together if we use technologies from one company and then improve them and bring them to market with the other company. It also uh, gives us reassurances that the technology that's being used is really up to par with what you'd expect if you buy a Heidelberg product and if you buy a Heidelberg a product from Heidelberg, even though it says Masterwork or MK on there. The master set is a sheet alignment system that uh, looks at print marks or even at the printed image and then individually registers each sheet based on the reading that it gets from these print marks or the printed image. That is, uh, That was really the last major development over the last 15 years in die cutting. Other than that, uh, we are at a physical barrier where we are limited in terms of what uh, speed we can achieve with our machine. So it's, um, it's quite interesting to see this system now being made available in new market segments. The same is true for logistics. Uh, the nonstop logistics at the feeder with an automatic nonstop change is a well-known system, but typically you had to buy into the performance, high-performance class die cutter to get those systems um, uh, available to you. And we are now making those available with our power matrix 106 in a segment where those auto non-stop feeders and pallet logistics systems at the feeder were not available before. Another area where we are expanding is actually the format. We are going into larger format die cutters. So the format size of 145 does play a role and uh, an important role in packaging and uh, we do not want to miss that market and we want to participate in that market as a matter of fact with the die cutter. The fact that obviously uh, we would probably ask me that next and I can preempt your question. question. (laughs) (laughs) So the fact that we uh, actually announced that we will no longer make the uh, large format presses and in particular the 145 which is used um, around the world in uh, folding carton operations does not not mean uh, that our customers can't use that format or that we believe that that is a format class that is in and by itself not profitable. But everything has to be right about such a press. And one thing that needs to be right is, and we had that topic before, that everybody needs to be able to earn money with that machine. And unfortunately, we have not been able to do that consistently and sustainably. So from that perspective, while it is a purely business-driven decision to, to stop building the highest productive machine in its class. And as much as it hurts, it is mainly, as I I alluded to before, a decision driven by business necessity and not by performance capability. So uh, we do know that there is a demand for 145 presses, and we just 
want to participate in that market on the Postgres side. And as we are basically working with Masterwork on this project, uh, we have to analyze the complete packaging market and we see that there is a market. But make no mistake, the vast majority of die cutters is sold where the vast majority of machines are installed and in that format class. And that is the 41-inch format class. So from that perspective, it pains me to say, yes, you are obviously right. Um, Personally, I am connected with a large format press. I um, was responsible for that machine in North America for seven years. So I'm very much uh, related to that machine. But I can also see uh, the needs of our business moving on. And at the same time, I see the needs of our customers' businesses moving on. And that's where I think the 145 die cutter fits in just right. Yeah. Another element, we talked about that on the short run side, is we have actually a dual offering on the short run side. We are, on the one hand, we had announced just before um, the announcement of the Drupal delay was made that we are working on a laser die cutter that has actually a separate creasing station um, using a little bit different technology than what's uh, out there in the market to allow basically all kinds of crease lines, in particular diagonal crease lines, um, for auto lock bottoms and uh, four and six corner boxes and also some specialty boxes to be uh, made also on the short run work. So that machine, the Digimatrix 106, is uh, still continuing in development. And same here, uh, we perfectly understand that uh, we are discontinuing the prime fire. But at the same time, there are certain cutting applications that can be addressed by these kind of die cutters that conventional die cutters can't adjust to. And so for us, it's important that we look at the market and at the overall conditions under which um, we can earn our money, but uh, that our customers can earn their money as well. And so from that perspective, coming from the approach where can all of us make a fair part of the profit, we feel that there's an opportunity out there in the short run, there's an opportunity in the large format, and uh, then in order to compete even on the shortest runs of works, we have even a very, uh, we have a small format die cutter, the Multimatrix 60, um, that is just 60 centimeters in width, and uh, typically can do single up or two up work, but again, when you're looking at a short run environment, you can use already existing dies that you're probably using on your cylinders or windmills today and then transfer those over to the to the multi-matrix and take advantage of optical registration, take advantage of um, a cam-driven system that is uh, uh, a very nice uh, opportunity to create very high-quality folding cartons. But I think this is the key, isn't it? When we when we were talking to Kirsten uh, a minute ago, we were talking about how we will address the short run packaging um, requirements, and you've just addressed it from a from a die cutting point of view. That yes, we can still produce short run packaging from a print perspective, but you have to finish it, and that's hence the need for all these solutions and the variable solutions that we can now offer. And uh, exactly right. And only some of them need to be truly variable. Sometimes it's about a versioning approach where you have different. Con- content on the same box structure. So in that case, we don't even need a laser die cutter or a particularly small format die cutter.
cutter. At that point, we just have to have a good line clearance management in terms of how we get uh, jobs off the die cutter, on the die cutter, and then the same on the folding carton glue. Yeah. And the uh, the small format die cutter is clearly an opportunity in that that goes very well together, for instance, with a versifier, but also with small format ops, uh, offset. Another opportunity is to take larger sheets and cut them down because based on the optical registration, it no longer matters uh, how precise you cut if you're within a couple of millimeters. Our optical registration uh, master set, I mentioned it before, also available even on this little die cutter of only 60 centimeter of widths will take out all the deviations that you had introduced by maybe not cutting just 100% precise. But I guess that's one of the significant advantages of Master Set, that we can register regardless of how it's printed and, and what process went on before you're printing it, you're, sorry, you're cutting it to the registration of the print. That's exactly right. And to top it all off, you can even add foiling to that machine. So at that point, uh, you know, we have lots of customers out there that still do foiling in certain areas of the world with um, with a converted uh, windmill machine or with a converted cylinder. And uh, we now have actually an option for them um, to take it up to the next level, stay within the format, use all the tools that they have, but at the same time, upgrade the speed, upgrade the make-ready times in the sense of shorten the make-ready times and using automated processes and design the reliability into the design uh, of the process so that your registration doesn't need to be monitored that carefully by by a, a person. That's super. And I think um, when you look at now what we have for the die-cutting segment, we have a, a big portfolio range which uh, crosses various uh, format sizes. So really, we do have a solution for pretty much everybody. That is correct. There's always, there can always be more. And obviously, there's always another Drupal coming. So I, like I alluded to before, uh, we made one announcement, uh, but I can promise you that we will continue to innovate and will continue to bring to market new products. And we see that as our one way forward. Taking just maybe, you know, a summary view of this here. I think it's important to note that we are building this market, so to speak, bottom up. We we walked before we walked faster, before we start to run, before we go into a run, before we go into a sprint. All the while, we understand that we must maintain the walk, the run, or the sprint on a, on a longer level. So as we are increasing the volumes that can be uh, converted with these machines and we increase the usage models, we do this very carefully and mindful of the fact that the demands of our customers are different in each market segment. So I'm very happy to have a strong partner like MK and to represent them because we can tailor our machine precisely to the needs of our customers. Yeah, it certainly seems a very fruitful partnership. And Kirsten, I think you're going to tell us a little bit about uh, developments on the folder gluers and uh, perhaps the inline inspection and offline inspection systems. Um, Yes, the folder gluers are designed and assembled in in the EU and um, we put a focus on gains in productivity and user-friendliness when we developed the new folder gluers. Um, Let's take, for example, the Diana Smart. Um, It is now available with a high-speed package. The high-speed package allows um, the machine to run up to 30% faster, which means 
600 meters per minute. And um, it's really a very fast machine now and could be quite interesting. Um, but a folic lure can only run as fast as the cartons can be fed and packed. So um, also some automation um, is needed on this side. Here we have two innovations. First, um, the use of a robot to load the Diana Smart. And second, the new and improved Diana Packer. We call it Diana Packer 4.0. Um, it's for automated packing um, of the glued cartons in, in outer cartons, in shipping, in shipping boxes. And for the first time, communication between the Folder Gluer and the Diana Packer um, ensures that the carton geometries have only to be entered once. In the past, it has to be entered at the gluing machine and at the packer, but now the second entry on the packer is not required any longer. And this shortens the overall setup times. Um, the, the operators are relieved and um, post-press automation is in incre definitely increasing um, the performance. So the new Diana Packer has just arrived at our packaging print media center and it's uh, in installation at the moment. So it can be, yeah seen quite soon in, in operation here. You, you mentioned about um, putting the information in once. I guess this is also goes back to your the print philosophy of reducing the touch points. Exactly. So user-friendliness, ease of use, that um, and, and um, yeah, taking away um, uh, stress and, 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 and support the operator as, as much as possible for the operation of the machines in folder glue and also in, in, in die cutting. So it's the same philosophy on Postpress. That's ultimately what every every company wants to do is re reduce their make ready time because it's dead time. So how about integration of the uh, new MK products into the physical and digital workflow? I think, Kirsten, you're going to tell us a little bit about that. I mean, integration in uh, in the physical and in the digital workflow is, as we just said, in a, in a end-to-end -end, um, solution, it, it is key. And um, I think a great example for this is um, the new Digimetrix 106 LR. Um, Jörg has uh, explained the machine or described the machine earlier. Um, it's a new digital uh, cutter using laser technology. And the, this machine, the Digimetrix, um, can get job data, JDF job data to the machine and also PDF data um, for the laser cutting control. So it can be integrated in a digital workflow. Um, and that is key, especially if we talk about digital um, and laser. So it, it needs to be integrated in a data workflow. Another example is the Diana Inspector, our inline inspector system for folder gluers. Um, it gets a PDF from the prepress department and is fully prepared and ready for the inspection process. The PDF is available um, on a production server. Um, there is no specific setup by the operator needed at the machine anymore. Um, the new PDF comparison function increases the user-friendliness and of, again significantly reduces the setup time, as we had before. Um, and also the Diana Inspector is now available for the Diana Spart product lines. And on the die cutter side, we have consistent logistics for material transport. The system pallets from the printing press can be used seamlessly for the MK die cutters, and, and this is, enables a smoother production flow. So these are some examples of integration in the physical and in the 
Um, and you can certainly see the uh, significant um, interaction there between Masterworks and Heidelberg to come up with these solutions, um, because obviously it's important to have a similar concept to what's already been established and well established in the print and the print business side um, to have those facilities being rolled into the die cutting and the, and the folder glues. Yeah, Paul, I think if I can just jump in there, um, a thought to complete uh, that line of thinking. Uh, when you look at um, the capabilities and facilities to apply foil, you have uh, cold foil on printing presses that we obviously build. We have hot foil on our uh, die cutters and hot foil stampers, or even two hot foils in one pass. And each of uh, the applications has their own right of being their own advantages and disadvantages. Same holds true for inspection, where we do have inspection on press, where we have the inspection close, near to the press, but at the same time, we have the offline inspection or inline inspection on the Diana inspector. So, uh, we are working with MK also to create uh, an environment where our customers can choose just exactly what's right for them, because not everybody will need inspection on all cases, but some people might want to inspect holograms or have higher demands on foil inspection, which we can better inspect at the folder gluer rather than inspecting it at the printing press. And there are other examples like that where you can see that we are moving closer together as we are figuring out how to, um, how to, how to position that correctly and how to present it to our customers so that it is clear that the similar solutions are available across the board, but um, we can serve them in the best possible way. I fully agree, and it's exactly that is an advantage if you have end-to-end -end solutions and a full service uh, or a full portfolio like Heidelberg. So customers can definitely choose whatever fits best to their requirements, to their processes and, and what they need. Yeah, definitely. I can see that as a big advantage that um, we, cro we cover all the bases and give uh, the customers a solution and, and solutions which are driven by the market, not just the, the supplier. Obviously, with, uh, we're presently in the, in the middle of uh, the corona uh, crisis, um, which is making it very difficult to show our customers um, our products. But what, so what sort of solutions have we got for them at the moment um, to get this message across to them, to get them to see some new products that uh, we've brought to market? Um, how are we going to address that going forward until we really know when travel will be allowed again? Yeah, at the moment, um, it's still not possible to welcome customers at our print media centers. Um, this hopefully will change as the travel restrictions will become less. And of course, in the meanwhile, we are offering uh, some alternative like remote demonstrations and webinars for all machines. And interested customers can contact the Heidelberg sales representatives and have a look at our website. So, of course, we we uh, want to move on and go back and and show of course our new our new innovations and Kerstin, if I can jump in at that point, I was talking about new innovations. If you think about the setup that we have here at Heidelberg, we're in a quite unique situation. We have all four Dianas uh, installed, the Diana Go and Diana Easy, uh, Diana Smart, the Diana X, the Diana Packer. Um, so we are very well positioned there. Um, also including Braille, including um, the Diana Inspector, having the offline inspector here, the Diana I. And then on the 
die cutting side we have we talked a little bit about the multi matrix we have that machine here installed we have an easy matrix we have the power matrix with logistics and we have the pro matrix 145 now here installed and or actually we are in the process of installing it and finishing the installation in hall 11 so we have a bandwidth here of products just on the post press side um, that is mind blowing when you compare it to what we actually were able to show four or five years ago. Again, coming back to the fact, you know, that we have a strong partner who has also developed his own uh, demo room in uh, in the factory sites over in Asia. So we have many capabilities here to serve and meet with customers, uh, be it at this point uh, online, but in the very, hopefully, very near future, again, face-to-face. Yeah, and, and, and very quickly, that should come too, because you cannot beat the face-to-face demonstration and physically seeing and touching the machine. Certainly, the online demonstrations are a very useful tool, and I th- I'm sure we will use it many times coming in the, in the near future. And Paul, um, one more thought uh, before we close. I just want to be very explicit about this. Um, there has been, after our announcement about the VLF press and the uh, and the Prime Fire decision, um, a little bit of more uh, or less uh, uncertainty about what Heidelberg is or is not doing in the folding carton industry. And I think part of this podcast should be and is by <laughs> by inclusion of this comment a very strong statement that Heidelberg um, is absolutely uh, seeing packaging as one of our core segments as we move forward and implementing our uh, our, our, our strategies um, that now exclude the prime fire and the large format press. But um, as I hope you could see today with the comments that Kerstin made on the press side, with the comments that I was able to add on the die cutter side, and then again back to Kerstin on the folder glures and inspection, um, I could continue and say also we have a service aspect of this and the consumable aspect um, we and the workflow aspect we are very much committed to the packaging market we still offer many products just post-press wide over 20 post-press packaging products um, and then all of our machines on the XL series and CD series and CX series that are addressing that same market as well in the area where most of packaging equipment is actually sold worldwide um, should underline as well that we clearly are staying in this market and we clearly expect further growth as the years go on here. Okay, But it's, to me, a crucial element to make a strong statement that we are staying in folding carton, that we are committed to packaging, and uh, that our trajectory that we've been on, that we are growing in this, and that we are on the press side the leader, um, on the die cutter side, uh, probably installation-wise together with MK, number one or number two worldwide. We are in a strong position to continue our strategic focus on this market segment and I would like to thank everybody out there to listen to us here today. And uh, Paul, back to you. Thanks, Jörg. Kirsten, I think you'd like to uh, finish up. Yes, I, I want to underline, Jörg, these are great uh, great words. And uh, I think there is, we must say, there is no other supplier for the folding carton segment that can offer the same portfolio like Heidelberg from intelligent software high-performance offset printing presses, customized machines, fit-for-purpose presses, post-press solutions, and 
life cycle support and uh, it definitely gives value to the customers and it saves them time, effort and money and, and it will increase their profitability. So I fully agree. We constantly strive to be a strong partner. So the future is bright. It's good to hear. So thank you to you both um, for sharing a detailed look into the packaging, the packaging world with Heidelberg. And thank you to all for listening. Um, in the next podcast, we will focus on topics such as end-to-end, push-to-stop, digitalization, subscription, digital printing. And we'll also go deeper into some of the packaging topics that we've covered here today. So thank you for listening, and it's goodbye from all of us here. Thank you very much. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you.